it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska Baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Hurt At Sports Radio. What I've loved about Dylan is... is he uh, loves football. He loves to talk football. He's unbelievably kind. You watch him at the basketball game the other day. He's taking pictures with kids and, and not in a selfish way, but in a caring way. Um, it's the same intangibles I see with a lot of the guys that we have. You know, we want to recruit really good people who love football. This is not a, hey, what's in it for me type place. Uh, you've got to come here wanting to be great at football, wanting to be great in the community, and wanting to be great in school. And uh, your parents have to want that. You have to want that. I see all that from Dylan, and, and um, you know, I'm, again, it's to me, it's just the beginning of a journey. This is not the end. This is the very, very, very beginning, and that's really, you know, kind of my message to all the players: is this is not a culmination. This is the start of something. So, just take it day by day. Good morning. Welcome in to Herd Out Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, man? It is a Thursday morning. I'm not I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be straight up. I try to be uh, straight up with you guys as much as possible. I'm dragging ass a little bit this morning. I'm, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, well, it was a late night for It you. was. That, uh, that overtime Creighton game. Listen, I know nobody cares about about uh, the struggles of being, you know, quote, unquote, of being a morning show host. Those 8 o'clock tip-offs that go long, that's a tough, that's a tough turnaround tough for me. Tough hang for Ravi Lula. It is. It's a tough turnaround for Although, me. Although, 8 o'clock is your dinner time, so it how is. actually late is 11 o'clock to you? Um, so usually I am in bed before that. Um, <laughs> 11 de- o'clock is your 7. Uh, I'm definitely <laughs> home before 11 or 11.30 as it was last night. Uh, we will get into the Creighton game. Their loss to Villanova for sure. Uh, we've got a terrific show for you here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. Of course, as always, you can join us on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. But today, it's the day after signing day. Uh, we have uh, a lot of Matt Rule audio. He said some really interesting stuff. I actually thought his press conference was a little shorter than I was expecting. It was just a brief 36 minutes. It wasn't – I thought he might go a full hour talking about guys, but – no, just a nice little 36-minuter for uh, 
Coach Rule. It seemed like he maybe missed talking to the media well, the, a little the bit. The opening segment was seven minutes. That's true. Yeah, his opening <laughs> statement was uh, was extensive for I, sure. I said segment. Yeah, statement. I'm too much of a radio. <laughs> I'll say you got. I say, yeah. I say we say the opening <laughs> segment way too many times. <laughs> opening statement. Opening statement for Matt Rule. Uh, so we'll get to some of that audio. Uh, of course, we will also get to Mitch Sherman. He's joining us at eight o'clock from the Athletic. It's Thursday. Which means we got to talk to our guy, B. Edwards, Brian Edwards, our Vegas insider, see if we can make a little money this weekend. And our third and final guest of the day will be Michael Brunts, a Husker 24 uh, 7. We love talking to Bruncey, so that will, those will be our guests for today. And you know, I have a curveball for you today, Robbie. Uh-oh. Each guest that we have on. Uh oh. I have a Christmas question for him to end the interview. I love it. I love to hear it. Uh, heard at. Hot seat as well will be today, so got a jam-packed show for you. Of course, always room for our beloved listeners on the show as well on the War Horse Sportsbook Hotline, 888-638-4876. Or we've already got some, got a lot of Andrews popping off in the chat already. <laughs> Not only do we have an Andrew, we have a Roger. <laughs> like, this is great. Yeah, this is, we've got an Andrew and a Roger over and here. an Andrew Rogers. You don't get a lot of duplicate Ravis in the chat. No, not a, not, not too many. Not quite you know a, what? I got to tell you, man, you're the one and only <laughs> that I know. If um, if we were streaming in in Mumbai, maybe, but um, <laughs> which technically we could be. We had yeah. we had a listener in the Philippines is yesterday. Is Ravi as common as John in Mumbai? Uh, not quite. Rajas. Okay. Raj is that like your sense. super common name. Ravi's common, but it's more like uh, is it more of like a Nick? <sighs> I, I'm is trying more to of a Chris. Think no, that's too common still. I would say an Alex. Yeah, maybe like an Alexander or a okay. Jacob. Like it's not it's not a weird name, but it's, it's not as common as like a Joe or a John or an Andrew apparently. Well, you calling me, call me calling me basic? I'm just no, I'm calling you common. There's <laughs> like the rapper. Oh. <laughs> All right, good save. Good save. Uh that is what we've got on tap for you here today. Uh but we got some really interesting stuff yesterday about uh, about the recruiting class. But before we dive into that, there are some things that I kind of wanted to lead off with this wa- with the quarterback room mm-hmm. because obviously some really great news with Dylan Rayola signing, with Danny Kalen signing, um, even as – Provided depth. Yeah, even as uh, – I think critical is probably the right word that I've been of Danny Kalen throughout his high school senior year. I do think that is – a, an important signing for Nebraska um, to get him into the class. And so that was really great. On the other side of things, last night we figure we find out yesterday evening, I guess, it was confirmed last night, Chubba Purdy going into the transfer portal. And it also sounds like what seemed like a sure thing done deal yesterday, how things change within the minds of 18 to, I guess, in Casey Thompson's 25-year-old, yeah, like 29-year-old. I don't know how old he is. Uh, he's he's on the Chris Wanky plan at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like uh, seems like Casey Thompson will not be joining the team now. Um, from the latest that I'm hearing, uh, it, I'm not totally sure what changed. You're completely bought in on that. I was yesterday. Well, I was bought in yesterday that he was going to be there. Um, what I'm hearing today and last night was that doesn't seem like it's going to happen. So the reason I'm I, I may push back on this. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Is when Dylan Rayola committed, mm-hmm. he uh, days before he committed, he tweeted a photo of purpose out, the mm-hmm. definition of purpose. 
And then last night, Casey Thompson adds that same exact photo to his Instagram story. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say that I am a mind reader and that <laughs> they mean the exact same thing even. Yeah. But uh, I thought it would – I thought it, would, it, it could be the ultimate troll if Casey Thompson tweeted that or, or, or posted that on his Instagram page and wasn't using it in the sense of Nebraska like Dylan Rayola was. Sure. And using it – the other way. Like, does that make sense? Like, Casey Thompson doesn't seem like that type right. of guy. Like, I don't think he was trolling, really, yeah. which is kind of how that would come it, off. It would come off if he's like, no, I'm completely Now, out. I will say it wouldn't surprise me if he still was coming on staff as a, like, grad assistant mm, or quarterback's analyst. Coach. I don't think he's the quarterback's coach. I'm pretty sure that's still going to be Glenn Thomas. Uh, but... I, it doesn't seem like he's going to play this year, at least not for Nebraska. Well, so that's okay. Um, and I didn't think he was going to play this year well, anyway. Not like play, play, but I – Like you don't think he's going to be on the roster. Yes, I don't think he's going to be on the active roster this year, which is the way it was heading. It wouldn't surprise me if he still is involved in some capacity. And, you know, that, that, that's a good point and, and something to keep an eye on. Um, I, because the whole t- – look, let's, let's be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Dylan Rayola is starting. He yeah. is. He's your starting quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. Even though Chuba Purdy is gone, mm-hmm. it, he, he I'm was, not. I'm not overly worried about the room because you can still add a few pieces that you need to provide depth. Yeah, absolutely. You can get the guys in there that are okay with being uh, competitors in practice, and you know, uh, if God forbid you see a s- similar situation as you saw this year, maybe find the field. But Dylan Rayola is going to be your quarterback. So even if Casey Thompson were in the room, he wasn't going to be the quarterback. Right, and I think that is – I think that's why I liked Casey Thompson as an option for depth because he does have experience actually playing high-level college football, but I don't think there w- would have been an expectation on his part to play to actually like compete for a starting job. Now maybe that's where the disconnect came in is – Maybe he still did want to compete, and it's like, hey, like, bud, we, we kind of just want you here as a mentor. Um, but there are options out in the transfer portal still if Nebraska wants to bring in a guy that is more of a depth piece. There's some guys from the FCS level that are in there that maybe want a chance to prove themselves. Hey, look, I still like a little Matthew Sluka action. You do love Matthew Sluka. You've been on that train the whole time, which I got to give you credit for. Um, you know, there's also – there's some – Random guys that maybe have, you know, like Matthew Sluka, as, as you mentioned, he's a senior, so he'd be more of a sort of stopgap, just emergency. You wonder if he maybe wants a chance to play. But you've got a guy like, and I don't know anything about this guy except for what he was coming out of high school, uh, Sam Jackson from Cal. He's a redshirt sophomore or was a redshirt sophomore this year. So that kind of would maybe fit Coach Rule's multiple-year type guy and say, hey, like he could come in. And, and compete for a starting job there. Uh, Bryson Barnes from Utah is another example of a guy that would kind of fit that mold as well. So you've got uh, – a, there's, a, there's a Chandler Morris from TCU. There's a bunch of guys that are probably not going to be in line for starting jobs at, at any Power 5 school, maybe not at a very many Group of 5 schools. And especially at this rate. Yes, because you you see how quarterbacks have flown off the board, mm-hmm. the, especially the top, names. the high end guys. Yeah. So when you get down into the weeds of the transfer portal quarterback slate, mm-hmm. these guys are going to have to have a come to Jesus moment at some point. Of okay, maybe 
my dream of being the starting quarterback at a power five school. Let's call Just, for example, yeah. Purdue. Sure. Right. My dream of playing college football at a power five school like a Purdue, a smaller end, big, uh, a major conference, but on the, on the bottom of the of the chart, mm-hmm. it's not in the cards for me. But what could be is me competing sure. at a school like Nebraska. When you have a head coach like Coach Rule that says it, it's an open competition across the map. For everybody. Across the That's map. That's one of the things he said yesterday because somebody asked, you know, um, I think it was uh, – I can't remember his name now. But it was somebody asked uh, if – Dylan Rayola was going to get an opportunity to compete right away. And Coach Rule kind of looked at him and goes, everybody gets to compete right away. Like, everybody gets that opportunity. Now, it's obviously more realistic for Dylan Rayola to win a job. But look at what we saw from him last year, right? Mikhail Bear ended up starting some games, playing a ton of football. You had guys that were not scholarship guys even. And guys that were buried on the depth chart that maybe were scholarship guys end up playing real serious roles for this Nebraska team. So when he says everybody's open to competition, I believe him because that's what we saw last year. Ravi, can you imagine if Coach Rule stood up there and said, no, actually, DR doesn't have a chance to play this <laughs> yeah, year. Like, like, no. What is he supposed to say? In we're like, we're going to redshirt him. Asking? We're going to redshirt him. I'm not talking about that today with all due respect. Like, uh. <laughs> guys, Dylan Rayola is the top recruit in the nation at the quarterback position. Yeah. Like, he may go one – like, they may have a little rock'em, sock'em, robots or two, depending on with, – With the kid that went to Alabama. But Dylan Rayola is the best thing to come to Nebraska since, like, 2005, 2008 mm-hmm. in terms of prospects. Yeah. Okay, I can't remember. When did Marlon Lucky come for? So, Marlon Lucky was, I believe, class of 06, and then Baker Steincooler was also a five-star. He was 08, so both of okay. those Okay, so I was, I was around the yeah. neighborhood for, for both of them. Dylan Rayola is playing next year. Like, that's it. There is nothing in the room right now that is preventing Dylan Rayola no. from taking the first snap against UTEP. Yeah, nothing at all. There's, there's, I think there will be another quarterback added to the room. It might be like a, a guy that got kind of name-dropped early because he had the connection to rule back at Baylor because much like Casey Thompson, he's been in college forever. Uh, Jerry Bohannon is one. He's coming from South Florida. That would make sense a lot in that kind of Casey Thompson, like mentor, you're probably not going to play unless something bad happens, like somebody gets injured, whatever, knock on wood. We hope that doesn't happen. But like, hey, you're kind of there for depth and experience and maybe you want to be a coach someday. Mm-hmm. That would be that. And then, like I said, there's – I mean, you wouldn't believe how many former four-stars are in here as, like, redshirt sophomores that just never got a chance. And now they have kind of nowhere to go and not a ton of interest. I mean, I'm looking at a guy from Auburn right now. I don't know anything about him. Robbie Ashford from Hoover, Alabama. From Ravi? Robbie. Oh. Uh, with double B and a Y. But the, he's from Hoover, Alabama. He's a redshirt sophomore, was a four-star coming out of high school. Like, there's a bunch of Robbie Ashford, Ashfords in the transfer portal still. And those are the kind of guys that a lot of time ends up dropping down to an FCS level mm-hmm. or dropping down to a group of five level. And instead of doing that, maybe be like, hey, like, come provide some depth at Nebraska. And There's depth everywhere. Yeah, there's a ton of options here. So I know people are sort of freaking out about – 
Freaking out's probably too aggressive, but a little concerned about the depth in the room. No, but I think you're right by saying, like, concern to freaking out is more where people yeah, are leaning about this Chubba Purdy transfer portal ad. Which I ad. don't totally get, nor do I, because Chubba Purdy wasn't going to be the guy this year. He no. was just going to be a depth piece, but... There are so many other bodies out there, and this staff is so good about finding yes. the next guy and also the right guy. So there, there shouldn't be any concern at this point. You know how far away we are from football season? Also, People the, are begging right now to get into August so we can see Dylan Rayola right? play. Well, and here's the other thing, right, is you've got – I know people don't love this, but Heinrich Harburg did start a bunch of games this year. And even if he's not in the room – Fully, yeah. He still is an option on this team. Yeah, a depth as an emergency quarterback. You've got, by the way, another Elite 11 quarterback in your recruiting class to provide depth there too. Like, I, I don't know that people appreciate how big of an ask it is to go out and get – because I know people are like, oh, well, they should have got Kyle McCord too or they should have gotten whatever, X, Y, Z, whoever it was. Pro maybe not as high-profile a guy as McCord once Rayola got into the fold – but I've heard a ton of people ask, well, why don't you go get somebody that's, you know, maybe can compete and start, you know, compete for depth or compete for the job and add depth and whatever. You've got two true freshman Elite 11 quarterbacks in that room. How many older guys, which is why I understand why Chubba left, how many older guys are signing up for like, yeah, I'm probably never going to play here. Mm -hmm. That's what you're looking at. If you're from the outside looking in, I know we all have different feelings about Danny Kalen and what his timeline is in terms of being ready to play college football. I think it's probably a couple years of development to be ready. But you look at it from the outside, you're like, oh, they just signed two Elite 11 guys that, I'm, uh, that are true freshmen. I, I'm probably not playing here ever. That one of those guys is probably not playing here either. Like one of those guys probably ends up transferring. Why would I add my name to the mix when – this is my one transfer, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, it doesn't make a ton of sense if you're an outside guy that wants a chance to compete and still think you have a chance at the NFL or a high level or whatever at that. That's why we're talking about a guy like a Matthew Saluka who probably doesn't have NFL upside but maybe wants to be part of a, a Power 5 program. It, unless you bring in Cam Ward, unless you bring in DJU, yeah. Dylan Rayola is your guy next year. Yeah. End of story. And that's okay. And it's then, better than okay. And then you have conversations with some of these guys in the portal, whether they come from the FCS level or they were at the FBS level and just want a change of scenery. Yeah, and their backup roles or whatever, yeah. You have the conversation with, hey, every day in practice, mm -hmm. you compete. Yeah. Because you don't know if we're going to go to you say, Dylan Rayola is struggling. Like, if Dylan Rayola is the starting quarterback next season and he starts to struggle, it could be you. Or, you know, Dylan Rayola banged up a little bit. It could be you. Like, you always have to be ready. There will be people that you can fill up in this room that Absolutely. are cool with that role. Absolutely. That are, because they saw what happened in Nebraska this year. They know how much uh, or how the Big Ten Conference operates. It's a bruising industry. It's a bruising conference to play in. When you're the starting quarterback in yeah. the Big Ten, you take shots. Well, and it's not like Nebraska's an outlier, right? I mean, look at what happened to Florida State's season, right? Florida State not had a better quarterback situation than Nebraska, obviously, with Jordan Travis. Then he gets injured. You've got Tate Rodemaker, who played respectably. He gets banged up. He has a concussion. And now you're on a third stringer now, for the ACC championship Yeah, game. now you have a true freshman third stringer in the ACC championship game that he won, by the way. Like, 
you, he came in in a really tough spot and was able to win. This is not unique to Nebraska across college football. You generally need multiple quarterbacks to make it through the season, which is I get why people are nervous about what the quarterback room looks like, but it's also why I think there's going to be opportunities for guys to come in. Now, it might not be until spring. Mm-hmm. I, I, wouldn't, I would maybe not expect anything until spring when guys figure out where they're on depth charts and things like that at other places, right? Because you're going to have more opportunities. But I don't think it's crazy to think that they're, they're going to get somebody on the transfer portal. I would bet it's a multi-year guy. Probably I would unless it's like a Jerry Bohannon or somebody like that where it's like, hey, they're on the really older end and they're just kind of trying to transition into coaching like we thought the situation with Casey Thompson might be. But this isn't a situation where nobody's going to want to come and play here because we heard Matt Rule talk about it yesterday. Right. People don't want to leave here. That makes people want to come play here. Right. He talked a bunch yesterday about how the players are his best recruiters. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Coach Osborne yeah. is his best recruiter. But, like, the, the players specifically, and, and we can get, because he, he shouted out a ton of people yesterday, oh, right? He shouted out at least 10. He, he probably made uh, uh, one portion of this team, either an offense or defense, <laughs> with how many players he, <laughs> he shouted He probably out. did. He probably named a top 11, a two deep maybe even. Uh, but he was talking about how the players, because nobody knows what it's actually like in a program better than the players. And if you're running a program the right way, then those players become your best recruiters because all of a sudden you have not just – and Coach Rules talked about it. He talked about this on the, the Pat McAfee show. He goes, you, you can't really do a sales job on these guys anymore, right, because they can leave, because they do have this opportunity to uh, transfer one time without penalty, because you do have social media and cameras mm-hmm. and stuff all over the place where they can see what it's really like. And then you've got these other guys that they're on their visits with uh, that are hosting them on their visits or whatever, and they tell you what, they, what it's actually like there. Like, I know for a fact that Dylan was texting guys before he actually got on campus when he was kind of reengaging with Nebraska. He was texting with current recruits, and he was texting with current players to see what it's really like because he's like, yeah, I, I like Coach Rule. I like what he's talking about. My heart feels like it's in Nebraska, but what's it actually like there? And obviously the return that he got was like, yeah, this is a place you want to be. And you see it with guys like Ty Robinson that are coming back for six years and stuff like that, where this is a place people don't want to leave, which means it's also a place that people are going to want to come. You can be a salesman. You just can't be a sleazy yeah, used you, car salesman. <laughs> yeah. Like, Coach Rule's a salesman sure. in a lot of ways. All coaches are by yeah. nature. Think about, yeah. like, that phone call he had with Dylan Rayola. He, said, he sat down and he was just completely honest and transparent and said, Make sure this is right for you. Mm-hmm. Make sure this decision is really what you want. We are s- thrilled to have you. That you're interested, a- yeah. As a part of this program, but make sure it's best for you. That's how he approached that phone call. Now, on, on another end of, of that stick, I'm like, well, did you actually like really do that, or did you like mute the phone when he said, like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to come to Nebraska, and you like jumped up and down in your say. office? You <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, maybe – uh, <laughs> Maybe screamed out, if, if we die, we die, like so, something like that. Um, like that, that seems uh, a Ethan. little more down the right alley for that phone call. But maybe Coach Rule was professional the whole time and, uh, you know, it, it never really considered the, the idea of, of hitting that mute button. I imagine one of those situations where he, you know, he kind of gets his spiel out and he goes, hey, you know, hey, Dylan, like make sure – 
this is the right place for you. Make sure you're serious about this, all this stuff. And then as soon as they hang up the phone, you get the explosion. You get the, <laughs> you get the celebration. It's like those movies where as soon as you hang up the sales call and you nail it, you just lose your mind and everybody's celebrating. Uh, I, I could imagine something like that happening with the coach rule situation. Uh, but, no, I mean, that's the, that's the best thing you can say about coach rule. And we heard it yesterday from Caleb Benning. We heard it yesterday from Carter Nelson. We heard it yesterday with Coach Rule, the way he was describing how he talked to players, and it backs up. You know, one of the things that that Caleb said to us yesterday is his actions back up his words. Right? Mm-hmm. We heard, we saw his actions, the way all the recruits and players talked about him. We heard his words during the press conference of, "Hey, I want to make sure this is the right place for you." Right? How many guys in the country? When a five-star calls him out of the blue and says, hey, by the way. Your my, first five-star in like 15, 20 years. My heart's at Nebraska. How many how many coaches are like, hey, pump the brakes for a second here. Are you sure this is the right place for you? Like how many coaches in the world have like have the presence and the stones to hey, say that? It's kind of like, you know, when you got in trouble as a kid. If your mom yelled at you. You didn't really feel that bad because you're like, yeah, I probably deserve that. But when she said, I'm disappointed in you, that hit harder. It's kind of like this with a coach. When he's there for you, it hits you harder. Coming up next, we will get more into Coach Rule's comments on signing day here on Herd Out Sports Radio.